Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You cannot escape the way you were brought up. Whether you want to do parenting the way your folks did or if you want to do something totally different. Sean Zepps is the father of twin toddlers and writes at Bringing Up Gabies. Today, he's here to talk about what he learned from his dad. Hi, Sean. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. What was your relationship with your dad like growing up? I had a really interesting relationship with my father. We're insanely close now. Um, But when I was younger, I disrupted the norm, the expectation, the plan they had in their head. Because I was a fruity little feminine (laughs) dancer boy and he was a big macho man. Um, He had an amazing example of a father figure as well. Um, But that amazing example was quite masculine, taught them sports to be strong. And so my dad, um, I think, struggled a little bit with me. Not in long before the coming out process, but just like what, how am I supposed to father this unique child? And then really after the coming out process, um, I think struggled a little bit with like, how am I supposed to behave here? Um, And then we both learned together and now we are insanely close and get to share, uh, communicate about what it means to be a father as openly as I get to with my mom. And what kind of role model was he to you? I have talked to him a lot about this recently. Um, I I knew my father to be there. That is like who I, you know, he was abnormal in the sense that I never heard about work. It was clearly not a priority for him. His priority was my mother and us. He was at every game. He was at every dance recital. He was always there after work much earlier than other dads who kind of came in for dinner. Like my dad was just always available to us. If something happened in the morning, he was there. It was just like it seemed like whatever his job was, there was a lot of flexibility. And so negatively, that meant that I didn't grow up looking at him and and seeing an example of someone who went after something they were passionate about. Positively, I knew the role of a father was to be there, to be present. He never brought work home. He never talked about work. He was a full-time, in our mind, dad who was dedicated to being there for us. And so is that something you think you've taken from the way he parented you in the way you want to parent the twins? Mm. I opened up to my dad just recently. He was in Australia for two weeks with my mom. And I said, I had this negative thought about you, honestly. And it was, I didn't know what you cared about. I didn't know if you had any passions outside of us. And as great as that is that you're a wonderful dad, now that I'm an adult, I want to know that you have passions in life. Um, I said a horrible line that made me quite emotional, which is in in some of the way, in some ways, I just think of you as just wonderful. And there's not a lot more than that. Like, where's the depth of who you are? And I am saying this and I told him this because I don't feel that way anymore. I, I powered through that and realized if I was just wonderful, if that's what my children thought of me, I think I'd have a pretty damn good life. Like I, I'd <laughs> yes. done a good job. Yes. Um, and this is a unique perspective as an adult in this modern day and age that says, can you have it all? That is what I've really taken from him. I want to be present for my children. It's why I've made the decision to pull back from work to be there more frequently. 
I took from him in a call we had before I went back to work full time of setting boundaries with my bosses immediately and saying, I leave this office at 530 because my children are my top priority. And he told me to say that I said it and it worked. So, you know, kudos to him. That has obviously had a huge impact on my life. But what I'm also taking from him out of a negative situation, turning it positively is saying, I am going to go after my dreams and show my children that I can do both, that I can be there and also be passionate about my job. And so it's funny, I, your intro just resonated so intensely. 50% of us do things because our, we love that our parents did it. And the other 50% of us or the same person, I guess, do the opposite. And for me, I looked at my dad and the things that I thought weren't wonderful, I used in a powerful way and give him credit for that. Yeah, he's got to be happy with that. Absolutely. He's going to love hearing this. Hi, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's one thing you want to try differently um, because I guess he made it feel like you were his only focus. Mm. Are there any other things that you'd do differently? Yeah. um, I found that he really leaned away from reprimanding us. Um, it really felt like a non-traditional gender role. So my mom was really the one that was in control of kind of the house and the way things that were run. And he was quite strict. And I always saw her struggle with the fact that he like just wasn't motivated to kind of get things done. And when I was younger, I thought, oh, God, dad's amazing. And mom's always upset with him because he's not blah, 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 blah. And as an adult, I'm like, oh, I totally get what's happening here (laughs) i think i watched um him really replicate the the role that his father had his father did to him like my grandfather a wonderful man he worked his butt off and he paid for everything and that was his job back then in the 70s and 60s like and so i think for my dad he thought okay well i'm going home um after a hard day of work and i'm gonna get some things done around the house Right. That's that typical kind of tradey dad. He would fix things and he would like build an extension and he was just like hands on. But he wasn't as motivated or inspired because he didn't have the tools to know to do so to like get us to do our homework or put us in time out because something went wrong. All that burden went on my mother. And because of that, for a long time, she was thought of as the, the bad guy, the bad cop. And I know that that's that she struggled with that. She's expressed that to me. Um, and th- and what's happened in the last probably 20 years, so like from when I was 10 on, is she's expressed that and they've started to kind of work on that divide. And so I think I've I've wanted to do the opposite. I've wanted to make sure that we didn't, you don't need a good cop and a bad cop. You can both work together to kind of split that uh, that role. And so what I found with Josh and I is, we will absolutely both enjoy being the fun one at times and both enjoy having the kind of same. You back each other. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's yeah, I definitely learned that from my parents. You could never go from one parent to the other. Yeah. It said, if your mom said no, I say no. Exactly. Yeah, even before we had kids, I said to my husband, no good, co- no good cop, bad cop, because oh, I great. know I'll be the bad exactly. cop. Exactly, <laughs> and so will I, look, without a doubt. Yeah, it's a I need, it need, to be, need to be even. Did your dad ever give you any specific advice about parenting? Yeah, um, you know, his experience is obviously 
it's funny, I was just going to say unique, but clearly the straight experience is not unique. Uh, Mine is, but his (laughs) experience was normal. And so he was giving me advice about supporting Josh, supporting my husband um, through being a full-time dad. So I called him one day, I was driving in the car, the kids were sleeping in the back and we talked for like probably two hours about going back to work. It's this one big conversation. And he was just saying, you know, don't forget about him. And I think that's probably because he was the one that was forgotten about a little bit. Um, If he has to get up early, you know, and you don't have to work that next day, like do that extra effort, raise your hand and say when you need help. But I think just supporting your partner through their creative endeavors or their job um, was something that I was really happy to do. During that time, I was so frustrated and jealous of Josh for getting to leave the house that it was nice to think like, okay, this is my job to raise these children. And if this was actually my full-time job, I would treat this differently. If I was getting paid to do this, you know, for someone else's children, I would treat this differently. And so that kind of lit a fire under my butt to, to just support him the best way I could. A happy couple may, I mean, makes a world of a difference. Your children absorb that energy and focus. Um, so I really liked that a lot. He told me um, definitely when I was struggling emotionally after the birth of the children to just like go easy on yourself. Um, it was actually a conversation about politics, but we were talking about how in every country, the UK, America, Australia, there's this like divide um, politically. And because of that, every time a different you know, prime minister comes into power from not your party, you think the world is over. And then four years, six years, eight years, 10 years later, the exact opposite is happening. And through that conversation, he was saying like, it is really easy to just think negatively about things. You just have to choose to be a half half glass full kind of guy. And he is. And so I have chosen through parenting to just constantly look through the lens of it's going to be fine. What is the positive spin on this? And that parenting is funny. Like he didn't have to tell me this, but he, everything was funny. Everything was a joke. He was like singing and dancing and laughing. And and because of that, it seemed like he was having a good time parenting. And so I'm like, I'm trying to kind of take that from him and bring it into modern parenting. Beautiful. I want to meet your dad now. Oh, yes. He's unbelievable. He's a character. He's just a, you know, a straight version of me. I like to, I'd like to think. Yeah. Oh, I definitely want to be <laughs> together. Yes. That'd be so much fun. Sean, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. That's Sean Zepps. He is a father of twin toddlers and blogs at Bringing Up Gabies. We'll put a link to his website in the notes of this episode. Next on Feed, Play, Love, I speak with award-winning musician Amber Lawrence about touring and gigging at festivals with a very small baby. If I was at home sitting on the couch watching everyone else do that dream gig that I had but I'd given up, you know, it wouldn't have helped my mental health. Of course, Ike is the number one priority, but what's going to help me be a better mum is my happiness too. This podcast is produced by Debbie Ning. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.